So what types of skills can you learn in counseling? Find out on this episode of Incremental Health Tips. Welcome to Incremental Health Tips. My name is Jared, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Liz. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about, and this might span a couple episodes, but we're going to be talking about the types of skills you can learn in counseling because there's a lot of resistance and hesitancy uh, to go to counseling. So, Liz, do you find that most of your clients are willing clients or do you find that some some people are 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 attending therapy against their will well i've talked to people in their 60s who say i've never spoken to a therapist before but i feel like i need help so there's definitely a hesitancy people often hold off on talking to a therapist until you know they can't stop crying or something like that and there's this inability to function and then it takes a lot more work to get that person back to their normal instead of you know preventive work that would prevent that from happening well i i would think that a lot of that like very similarly to um seeing a doctor where you could wait till you have a serious problem or you can go to your annual checkups and and learn about the little things you can do to improve your overall health outcomes. I imagine it's a lot it's in a lot of ways the same. Yeah, there's some people who say that everyone should do 2 years of therapy but it doesn't need to be all at once. And I think it's the sort of thing where sometimes you need maybe three or six months of therapy and then you need a break from therapy in order to really utilize the skills that you learned in therapy and to hone them and then you might need to go back in a few years to develop some additional skills so it's not the sort of thing where people need to be in therapy every day the rest of their life but if there's skills that you're lacking It can really help in terms of skill development if you find a therapist who knows how to teach skills. Well, um, I worked as a research assistant for a a social worker who one of the who and Liz, you know, you know this individual very well as well. But one of the things he, he offers therapy, but one of the interesting things that I got to observe uh, while working with him was that he often times would be contacted by clients who were court mandated to receive therapy so maybe for anger issues or or for some some issue that the court has identified you need therapy for and um, I, I I would see sometimes see not not the clinical interactions but I would see the sort of administrative interactions with these people and by the time they got to the point where a court had to tell them they were they were a mess and and so while it's an extreme example uh, it's important to understand that sometimes we don't have 
what we need to solve an issue. And so sometimes it can be well worth our time to go through the preventative maintenance, yeah, like through counseling to help with our mental health. So Liz, what would you say? Uh, obviously, where the first the first point here is because it it helps you deal with problems earlier and more simply. But why should someone go to counseling? Well, I do think there are a lot of skills that people can learn from counseling that, you know, they might not realize that these are skills or that, that these are things that they really need to learn. And there's um, some skills that we teach if someone's in crisis that really help to calm their emotions and help them be able to still function within that crisis. So the first category I would say is some self-care strategies. What can the person do that would help them to feel revitalized so that they can feel better? And there's also grounding techniques which can help bring the person back into that present moment so that they're not just stuck focusing on their emotions when they have a lot of things that they need to do. So it's responding to sort of those crisis moments that we don't anticipate that can uh, really, those sorts of skills can really be developed in therapy. Yeah, I mean, those skills are really the ones that someone needs when they find that they're overwhelmed by emotion and that their emotions are preventing them from engaging in things that they want or need to do. So starting with those skills, it can really help to do some deeper level work. You know, if someone's unpacking some trauma or they're dealing with some grief, knowing how to manage those emotions during the process is really an essential thing. Because if you're just stuck feeling your emotions all the time, you're not going to be able to go through the therapy process. Well, and it can also... Uh, prevent you from experiencing other emotions and and uh, doing other things that might be more productive for you. Yeah, and unfortunately, a lot of therapists they teach crisis management skills, and they just stop there. They don't have anything else in their toolbox to equip clients with. But I think there is this need to go a step further and get some emotional processing skills, whether you're targeting it by examining your thoughts and recognizing your distorted thinking patterns, or you're recognizing that your emotions are so much more intense than they should be for the situation and learning how to release those emotions so that they don't stay bottled up and have an impact on your body because you can carry your stress in your body. It's quite common. It can give you a sick stomach, can make you vomit. It can um, give you tension in your back, headaches, migraines, back pain. So recognizing how much our mind and body and emotions are all interconnected, it really does make a difference in terms of how you're able to resolve these issues. Well, and, and that's one reason why if you ever see literature for like uh for like cancer treatment centers that employ uh mental health professionals but also they might have uh different 
types of religious leaders there. And so, so it, it's really holistic. So counseling doesn't fix everything, but it addresses a key aspect that sometimes you don't have the ability to address yourself. So are there any other skills uh, prior to us wrapping up this episode, Liz, that you want to really highlight today we focused more on the sort of skills that help you in an immediate moment so are there any other of those sorts of skills that therapy can really well what i'd say is that the rest of the skills are the skills you start to develop after you've got the ability to process your emotions and you know, manage a crisis. If you can't do those things, you're not going to be able to do the other skills of things like setting boundaries. You won't be able to do that. And so we'll talk more about those kinds of skills next week. All right. Well, that's where we're going to end the episode for today. But if you like our content, please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe. And until next time, remember that even small steps can lead to big changes. We'll see you next time.